Hello, my name's Tracy Finley. Welcome to EQ Your Business. In this series, I'll take you on a journey where you, your customers, your people and your business can get great results by making some simple changes in perspective. Through clever use of emotional intelligence, it's possible to change behaviours, get the results you want, and overcome the frustrations that so many people feel when dealing with customers and staff. It's all about the win-win. How do you create a business where your customers just feel that great customer experience? Where every member of staff just naturally knows how to make your customers feel good? Achieving this can feel like such a big goal and it can leave you wondering where on earth you start. Do you get your staff trained in customer service? Do you, do you redesign your website? Do you hire a consultant or an agency to tell you what you need to do? How much will you have to invest to sort it out? I know it can feel overwhelming and it's for this reason that I wanted to put decades of research, knowledge and my experience out into the public domain so that it's accessible to everyone. I've written, presented several podcasts, videos, blogs and talks about, about giving great customer experience and creating the right business culture that surrounds them. And I do it in a way that's easy to understand. This episode is designed to help you really get your head around how to create the shift in your approach to genuinely drive a noticeable change in your customer experience. The advice here should also stop you from spending money or time on things you won't see a real benefit from. And as always, the advice I give is relevant to businesses of any size. But before I start, here are some things I know for sure. Firstly, if you do nothing else, you must stand back, watch and listen. Your customers' behaviours and the things they typically say and do will give you amazing insights into how you're doing on the customer experience front. Also, dig deep into what your customer-facing staff say about what's really going on. Even get them complaining, moaning about their customers because if they do that, they're talking about the things that really frustrate them on a day-to-day -day basis. If the only thing you do is pay really good attention to these two things and then act on what you've learned, the wins are huge. Secondly, customer service training alone won't create a noticeable change in your customer experience. If that's all you're planning on doing, please save your money. Customer experience and culture are intrinsically linked your staff won't universally give good customer experiences if they're not engaged with your business and the customers you serve. So it needs to be woven into the very fabric of what you do, the decisions you make, what you believe and the way you behave. 
Next, telling staff what to say to customers rather than trusting them to know what's best will demotivate them and it won't sound authentic to your customers. Just be clear to your staff about how you want your customers to feel and then trust them to do the right thing. Contrary to popular belief, the more autonomy you give to your staff, the better they perform. And I know, I know that if your business operates in a regulated environment, you have constraints here. If it does, you'll know what they are and you'll know what you need to do. Linked to this, it's really important that you understand that not everyone is capable of giving a great customer experience, regardless of what you do. You could end up really getting frustrated and wearing yourself out. Um, and some people just aren't, they're just not coachable. The solution for some people is way more complex than any business owner or leader can deliver, trust me. Spot who's not coachable, do it soon, and then really respectfully and kindly do what's right for your business. I'll be covering this in more detail in future episodes because that's, that's a pretty big one. Next one, customer service cliches are bland and pointless. Don't just look at other businesses and copy them assuming they're right. Trust me, many of them aren't even the big ones, and I would say in some cases, especially the big ones. Um, think about common phrases used on you as a customer. Did they make you feel good? Well, if they didn't, then I can pretty much guarantee that they don't make other customers feel good either. There are some huge mistakes being made out there. Just listen to my early episodes for examples of where big businesses are going wrong. And finally, one massive thing your business must absolutely master is how to say sorry when things go wrong. Trust me when I say it's easier than you think. I've covered this really, really extensively in episode five. Just, just check it out. It really is straightforward and it's my magic solution that I use if I need to get an angry customer back on side really quickly. Okay. So now you need to look at your culture. If you're really serious about bossing your customer experience in a really strong way, here's what you need to know. Firstly, the most visible person in your business, and this, this could be the business owner, the CEO, all that really charismatic and influential person on the exec board must own and champion the delivery of great customer experiences. This isn't something that can be pushed onto somebody else to take responsibility. It's got to come from the top, otherwise it won't work. If they're not seen to be taking it really seriously, you can bet that no one else will. Secondly, you need to be really clear and honest about what values and beliefs you and your business holds. And to be really clear here, these are the ones you live by, not the ones you aspire to. I've seen, I've seen way too many company missions and values banded about by businesses that don't demonstrate them and don't live by them. 
They just looked good to the shareholders and only the lower level staff were expected to live them. I've seen this so many times. In those circumstances, they're absolutely pointless. Okay, so next, any job descriptions, annual objectives, bonuses or key performance indicators must include behavioural and customer experience outcomes. And that's at every single level right to the top. If you focus your success measures on output and financial performance, the quality of your customer service will inevitably fall by the wayside. Customer experience should sit at the core of your strategy or your business plan with financial performance as an outcome. I've covered this in one of my episodes about, um, about redefining leadership uh, much more extensively. Next, frontline customer facing staff must be given trust, autonomy and a voice, a really, really strong voice when it comes to defining the way your business treats your customers. They know better than anyone. These people know more about what your customers want than your customers do. You just need to unlock it. You just need to ask them some big questions about customers and just let them talk at you because they give so much away on what customers really want and more importantly about what they, what they don't want. And finally, everyone must learn to like and respect your customers. If your customers do annoying things, and, and trust me, a lot of customer service staff complain about customers being annoying, then it's the fault of your business, not your customers. You do annoying things to your customers, they do annoying things back to you. Trust me, they do. I've seen it a million times and I know that I'm a really annoying customer if I have a business that does the wrong things by me. Really annoying customer. Um, take their so-called annoying behaviour as absolute gold dust feedback that you're doing something wrong and then have a laser focus on eliminating it. You need to know that your business is operating in an arena where traditional, more formal ways of interacting with customers have really, really become outdated. You know what, customers are actively seeking out the new kids on the block who really understand their needs and they're much more natural with, with their customers. Delivering the right customer experience isn't primarily about your products or services. Your customer service needs to sit right at the front of that. Real customer needs are emotional. Regardless of whether the business they're dealing with is private sector, public sector, finance or hospitality, business to business or business to consumer. Forbes predicted the changes in the customer experience landscape. They're telling businesses that they need to tune in more to customers' emotional needs. And they are absolutely right. I've been studying customer needs for years. And I know that customer engagement can be achieved by appealing to three basic emotional needs, which are do I like and trust you? Do I matter to you? Will you make my life better? Those are the three things that customers 
really, really ask themselves. These are customers like you and me. They will ask themselves subconsciously those three questions. And it's those three things that you need to appeal to. They're the same regardless of your business or sector, but the solutions to these needs depend on what your business delivers and at what point your customers are in your customer journey. If you focus on fulfilling these three needs at every point in your customer journey, then both your customers and you will get the outcomes you want. I've detailed each one of these in the first four episodes of this podcast series. They take you and your staff on a journey to truly understand customers' emotional needs with practical examples of how to really get to the bottom of what customers really want, you'll learn how to intuitively know what's right. Just visit eqyourbusiness.com and select articles. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want the latest updates, just like and subscribe. Until the next time, my name's Tracy Finley. 